0: everyone and welcome to episode two forty seven of the Pixels Link podcast, brought to you by Comics Gaming Magazine. I'm your host, Cody Orm, and joining me today, the returning Phil Brown. Yay! Missed you last week, man.
1: Oh, sorry. I uh, won't
0: do that to you again. I don't want to give you separation anxiety. That's it's okay, just as long as as long as it's not too far between Appearances. I wouldn't hurt you that way, Cody. Thank Don't worry you. about it. I'll never let more than an episode go by. <laughs> and also with us is our editor in chief, Brandon Fry. Hello, Cody. Who has recently kicked his Persona 5 addiction. No, I just finished the game. I just finished it. Has replaced it with a Persona 4 addiction, <laughs> which is worse because that's a portable game. And never has, need to stop. And how's your uh,
1: Diablo 3 addiction?
2: I haven't played it in a good month.
1: I need to sit down.
2: I know.
0: (laughs) I feel like I don't know you anymore. I (laughs) know. So, it's not a secret that this is a podcast that's recorded the day before, Mm -hmm. despite us trying to uh, pretend as if it is live. Mm -hmm. Um, So, it's May the 5th when you're listening to this, but it's May the 4th when... We're recording this, and I don't care if I have an excuse to talk about Star Wars. I'm going to do it. Do it, then. As is fair. So I think, because we're a gaming podcast, we're also a comic podcast, but who are we kidding? We all like video games. Mm-hmm. Um, we should talk about our favorite Star Wars games.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. That yeah. seems like yeah. Yeah? we Might do. Yeah.
0: Let's do that. So I'll start. I think it's not just the best Star Wars game ever made. I think it's one of the best games ever made and a standard for all RPGs um, that have come after it, Knights of the Old Republic mm-hmm. is so fantastic. And it's still good. Yeah, people love it. I never got into it because I was
1: in my RPG banning I need to have a life outside <laughs> of gaming. That is That's fair, a yeah. period of my life at that point. But I have heard nothing but amazing things about It's a it. great story. Yeah, people speak
0: about it in hushed, reverent tones. It's a good game. <laughs> mm-hmm. a solid game. I've honestly lost hours to that game. It's probably one of my <clears> most played Um, And it's because even for the time it came out in, like, there is so much you can do. Yeah, You can lose hours upon hours in the first planet you go to joining a fight club. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then losing your fight club money to play the card game (laughs) Pizak. And then... As you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then having to go back to the fight club because you lost all your money in Pizak and need to earn more money so you can play Pizak again. Amazing. That, Yeah. What a time to be alive. What a time. It's great. Yeah. Um Yeah, and the sequel is good too, and a lot of people say it's better in many ways. Mm-hmm. I just for me it's there's something about the first game, which they'll probably be a that's theme fair. that we yeah. talk about later mm-hmm. in the podcast as well. But um that's that's what we call a teaser in this business. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Fancy. Yeah. Um but yeah, I uh I just God, it's a good game. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Fair. All right. I have a number of them. Um, yeah, I've played a, a lot of it's aside from Knights of the Old Republic universally decided agreed upon as the greatest Star Wars game, <laughs> which fair. I've never played. Um, <laughs> I, play, I played a lot of Star Wars games over the years and I really love them. Um, the Super Star Wars trilogy. I'm Those really are good, a yeah. huge fan of um, despite being like soul crushingly difficult. Yep. They um, they really like captured the movies as well as like any 16-bit game possibly could. Yeah, yeah. especially
0: the um, in Empire Strikes Back, the Ewok village level. Return of the Jedi? Was that Return of the Jedi? Yeah, that was definitely Return of the Jedi, oh. yes. Yeah, yeah. What? it's May the Fourth. You can't do this. It's no, like, it's like you are you're failing. Like saying, remember when Jesus was in the Old <laughs> Testament? Go <laughs> <laughs> on.
1: One second. But no, no, no. It is Return of the Jedi. Yeah, no, I remember the ones. Wicket, you're jumping around the trees and fire. Yeah, that's and... definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah. I know the exact level you're talking about. Um, it is great, and I loved. Um, I love all the.
0: What was that? There,
2: there is no Ewok village, Cody. it yeah. <laughs> is yeah.
0: I remember the it. Empire
2: Strikes Back that's... ends with.
0: No, yeah. I know. That's why I thought it was weird.
2: No, <laughs>
1: it would be weird. I agree. Yeah, that would be weird. You know what? I'm just wrong. Yes. Uh, wow. No. Yeah, yeah. That but doesn't happen ever. But um, I loved um, cause what what was that like? 3D mode that the Super Nintendo have what was it called Mode Five or Oh yeah Oh uh, Mode Seven I mode think seven. The mode, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Mode Seven the thing that they used for Mario Kart and mm. F Zero and all that stuff I loved their implication of that in the Super Star Wars series the like speeder bike level I remember adoring and the um, Death Star stuff mm. in the first one they did a great job with that um, I also like I've never played this since I was a child because I'm so horrified of how it would hold up now but uh, Shadow of the Empire I remember oh, that, that was, was interesting adoring because yeah. um, number one it was really well done in a good like combination of ground levels and vehicle mm. levels, but it also like had that strange in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi plot line with a bootleg I, Han Solo. And I, I still find it interesting the um,
2: the entire Shadows of the Empire kind of phase where yeah, everyone yeah. had like the Shadows of the Empire book was so huge. Oh, yeah, they were talking about like a Shadows of the Empire movie. Oh totally.
1: they treated it like. There was this lost movie, Shadows of the Empire, yeah. no one had seen, and they just, every brand of Star Wars merchandise
0: was yeah. applied to Shadows of the Empire. And
2: then they're like, we're not doing that movie. Yeah, yeah. of course uh,
0: So I think what happened was I mm-hmm. got mixed up. Yeah. With the <laughs> we <know this>. Cloud <laughs> yeah. City level. Oh. Where he plays Chewbacca. Right, okay.
1: okay. That's what it was. That makes sense. Anyway, go on. That was a good level. I was like anyone. That was, a a really, good level. That was yeah. really good too. Um but uh yeah, no, they're both furry. I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what when
0: plays Chewbacca in the the Ewok level as well. I believe he
1: plays Wicked. I think in Return of the Jedi you could choose characters. Okay, that I'm might pretty be sure it. by then you were allowed to pick whoever sure. you were going to play. So long since I've gone <laughs> yeah, back yeah, and played yeah. it. But so um, but I do remember just I just remember the wicket was playable. Yeah. yeah. Um, Did you buy those games for um the ps4 when they launched no but i did get uh superstar wars for the wii mm. and the virtual console and then i was like i'm gonna buy the rest of these and then i was like ah, this is fine I, saw
0: <laughs> I have empire strikes back on the super <clears throat> nintendo still oh yeah? yeah awesome
1: awesome yeah if i ever do finally break down and get either a like old like my super nintendo died many years ago on a very uh, sad day that's... so i've ever get like one of those like Retro console yeah. systems or an old Super Nintendo. Like buying the Super Star Wars games. The Super the Nintendo's top not priority. that expensive if you don't
0: care about what the actual like casing of the unit. Oh, looks totally. Like.
1: Um, I just um, it's I, it's just something I've never done because it's just like opening a can of worms. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to get it and it's just going to sit there. Yeah, then no, That's your life. A huge part of my life is hunting down old yeah. Super Nintendo games and yes. pricing them out and bartering <laughs> with people online. Super
0: Nintendo and, games ain't cheap. No,
1: they're not, and because they're good. Yeah. Um. So. Well, just hopefully that uh, mini Super Nintendo. Trust me. Out. Trust me. I am. No one's hoping for that more than me. <clears throat> but anyway, um, so yeah, I loved uh, Shadows of the Empire. I also loved uh, X Wing and Tie Fighter, okay. better the old PC yeah. games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were like pretty revolutionary for their time. And um, what other ones have I adored? Oh, I love that old uh, the. Not the original, but the, like, late 90s Star Wars arcade game. Oh, yeah. They did the entire trilogy, and you could do both, like, every vehicle battle and a weird joystick lightsaber
0: simulation thing. Yes, I remember that one. You know, speaking of arcade uh, Star Wars games, the pod racing one... I don't know if I ever played the Podracing one. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Ah, I did not love that. You didn't? No. It was so good. I did like the 64 Podracer. There's one in the Dave & Buster's up by by Vaughn. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That will eat your... Time and money. I was oh, going to say yeah. quarters, but Dave & Buster's doesn't use quarters. It's yeah. a, a card. card. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. So, a yeah, debit yeah.
2: card that you'd load up. It's like a Presto card
1: <laughs> yeah, just yeah, for, yeah. But for, for video gaming. games. Yeah, I've been ta- I've been talking, trying to talk people into doing a road trip up to the Dave & Buster's. I up will there go for with ages. you. Good to know.
0: It's, you won't see me. I'll just be drinking their, <laughs> no uh, doubt. their rocket martini thing yeah. and you, playing Crazy Taxi. This is very off. Uh, yeah. Star Wars yeah. no 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 like, I'm about <laughs> to take it even further but oh, yeah. I'm just saying Go have you it. been
1: to Tilt in Toronto oh yet? it's awesome no. oh it's fantastic yeah it's a barcade on Bloor um, like right around where the big three star b yep. okay. and is. Uh, and yeah it's like a $5 entry fee or some days $2 are free and the games are unlimited at that point on. Oh, cool. And they have like such great... It's mostly pinball is their best stuff. Yeah. But uh, they They have They have Turtles in Time. Yeah, they have the initials, Arcade Game, NBA Jam. They've got stations with Super
0: Nintendo 64s but they have like the best... They have an X-Files
1: pinball machine. You were there, Cody.
0: Oh, I was there. I was going to say this sounds like the one that Brendan... And oh. I went to when we uh, there's a launch party for User Words. Oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, 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 I yeah. was there. That's it. That's yeah, it. That was it. Oh yeah. yeah, that place is awesome. They have an, <laughs> well, an NBA. They NBA the jam. They do in the back a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. oh, I love oh That's it so a good much. one too. That's yeah, a great one. This is going to be really off yeah. topic. Yeah, let's um, go back. Let's go back to topic. <laughs> <laughs> I just have one to. More show, I have to yeah, share this one story now that we're we've opened up this can of worms. So a few years back at the at the Ontario Science Center, they had the oh the history of video games. Yeah. Um, and they had a um. NBA Jam arcade stand there as well. Oh, nice. And a um, friend of the podcast, Jesse Lyle, yeah. along with one of my friends, decided to take me on an NBA Jam because I was talking yeah. some smack. So me and a 10-year-old I've never met before yeah, yeah. versus two of my friends who are in their 20s. Yeah. One of them is a video game journalist. Yeah. Um, me and the 10-year-old smoked them to yeah. the point where I was getting the 10-year-old to actually talk smack, and <laughs> his mother took him away from me. <laughs>
1: oh, so funny. That was worth the diversion. Yes, I corrupted so, a young um, So, <laughs> let's think. So, I'm just trying to think before I wrap this up, other Star Wars games, what else have I really liked? Those are all the big ones. Shadow of the Empire Super Star Wars and the old TIE Fighter and X-Wing games are big ones. Oh, the original Rebel Assault, those okay. PC games, yeah. those were fantastic.
0: Did you ever play the Force, Un- Force Unleashed games? uh yeah definitely yeah. those were fun yeah those yeah. are good too i
1: like those i tend to like the games that more like recreate the movies versus their own individual stories um but yeah i'm into that and then uh, the last one this is not a good game but i did love it as a kid <laughs> anyway was the um star wars fighting game for the playstation ooh yeah okay is it's terrible oh yeah, that is bad yeah. it's yeah. terrible but like when i was like you know like 13 or yeah. whatever and i could make like Luke Skywalker punch uh, Boba Fett in the face. <laughs> it was like the most exciting thing yeah. in the history of yeah, that.
0: like, did you ever play Star Wars Demolition on the PS One?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Oh man, that one was like an arena battle. Okay. Uh, sort of like uh, twisted metal. Mm-hmm. Oh, was okay. Star Wars characters. Is that, oh, that the one that was bad.
2: also on the Dreamcast?
0: It might have been. I had yeah. it on PS One. Uh, yeah. There was a
2: Star Wars thing on the Dreamcast. I yeah, thought.
1: Yeah. How about you, Brendan? We leave any Star Wars games out? That oh yeah. You like? What about Dark Forces? Dark Forces. Oh, yeah. yeah. Dark Forces was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, the entire, yeah, yeah.
2: And then the entire Jedi Knight uh, like games. Oh,
1: right. I never played those. Yeah, Dark Forces was kind of like Rebel Assault, but the dark version, right? Now, Dark Forces was...
2: What was Dark Forces? Dark Forces was... <laughs> I believe... What was Dark Forces again? I forget. I just remember <laughs> I loved that you game. I just remember loving it? Yeah.
1: yeah. It was just so long ago. I know what you mean. Like, I remember not that long like ago. like a first-person shooter. Oh, yeah. That was the first-person shooter. Oh, it was the shooter. shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Cuz you had the Imperial Blaster. God, yeah. I'm like, this yeah, game yeah. looks bad now.
2: Well, it was built with the build engine. So it, it was like Doom it was, yeah, yeah. it was the Doom engine. Yeah, yeah it was Doom
1: but Star Wars. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, I remember loving it. that at the time too. No, it was a mod for a Ac- really good game Jedi Academy. Jedi Academy Jedi Academy
2: was the sequel to Dark Force. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. Okay. It was Jedi Knight. Yeah. Then it was Jedi Academy. It was Jedi Knight, then Jedi Knight 2, then Jedi, then Dark No, it was Dark Force's Jedi Knight. Yeah, yeah. Dark Force's 2 Jedi Knight, then Jedi Knight Academy. i think that's correct okay but yeah they were like kind of quake engine game <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah. totally and they're
2: like third person mode where you could like swing your lightsaber along the side of a mountain oh that's right
0: that's right I'll they s- weren't very good no they these weren't, are but... awesome what are you talking about yeah, jedi yeah. academy was a fantastic game
1: or a lot but i guess it was just because lucas were big in the video game community at the time so lucas art crank them out
0: yeah we were actually talking about this in the office a little yeah. while back lucas arts actually made a lot of really good really good game. They really did. I don't yeah. even remember something. It's yeah. like zombie, Zombies A My Neighbors was a LucasArts game. Oh, was I
1: LucasArts? Yeah. I had no idea. Um, oh, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It's
0: it's one of those, uh, They're and it's sad because they're not really a thing anymore. No. Um, They've actually,
2: they're gone. They're gone. They're yeah. not,
0: it's not that they're not really a thing anymore. They're not a thing Well, I think yeah. Yeah. What, they
2: are now, what they are now is their licensing
0: company. Yeah. yeah. So it's they license out the Star Wars name to other same. things. Yeah. LucasArts, uh, like Monkey Island. Oh, Lucas yeah. Day of the Tentacle, all that stuff. Yeah. A fantastic studio. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: they were great. but And they're probably responsible for all these great Star Wars games. They were definitely responsible good. for all these yeah. games. Yeah.
2: Or at least a license, they licensed them out. I think yeah. Dark Forces was them, but I think there were some games like, that we listed that were like Activision, things like that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, long, rich history. Star Wars and games. They're yeah. one yep. of the best licensed properties.
0: Yeah, you don't really... A lot of times when it comes to licensed games, they're,
1: mm. they're pretty rough.
0: Oh, yeah. um, and Star Wars seems yeah. to be don't, don't get me wrong Star Wars has had some stickers, oh my god of course yeah. but they've also um, they've also had some of the most iconic games for sure all time.
1: yeah some really good iconic from games the very beginning like, like they, yeah. they had a old, that super old uh, like frame 3D Star Wars oh, was game. the the um, vector one? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, like going way. Star Wars way vector. Back. Yeah, I yeah. got my thirty two X for the version of that that had. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that had the filled in lines. Yeah. Oh my god, it was amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I yeah, rich history there, and uh, yep. they've done great yeah. Star Wars games. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm forgetting something that I adore, but just because yeah, there must be something. So but, yeah, like, right up to now. Because even, like, Star Wars Battlefront I've mm. logged many hours into. Oh, my God. I can't yeah. believe I haven't talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Star
0: Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, yeah. uh, one of my favorite games of all time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back and playing it hard as... Hell? As, as hell. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and...
2: Heck, if you want to be more... <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, but yeah, that was a Golly gee. great series. Yeah. I haven't gotten a lot of time with the the, the newest one. The new one's good. It really like, yeah. good. Yeah,
1: I like it. It's just there's no. It's just purely multiplayer, yeah. right? Yeah, that's, that's the, the thing. One I was thing
0: thinking. It. I wanted to wait till the price dropped. And yeah. I was like, you know what? Now maybe it's the time to do it. Now they've announced the second one. And yeah. they might have space battles. I was like, oh, maybe. Totally. Oh no, there's space
1: anyway. battles in the first one. Oh, mm. is there? Yeah, that was the best part. Was there would be? Yeah, the space battles. There's like you'll be playing it with like 30 other online people. Oh really? And then dr- drones on and drones on top of those. Oh for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're the, by far the best part. That's what I loved about it. Like the Battlefront online stuff, like it's good, but it's just yeah. you've done that before. The space battle to jump into like an X-wing and have like thirty <laughs> fighters swarming around you trying yeah. to shoot you at once—that's amazing. Oh, that's um, fun. And I'm very, very excited to hear whatever that secret Star Wars project that the director of the Uncharted games got oh, pulled yeah. off of Uncharted. I for. was really—that's still like they haven't said anything about
0: that. Yeah, right? no, that was like last year she left too, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm even longer. It's been a few years. It's been um, a while. Because I remember they showed some of the like, some like graphics demos like last year around yeah. this time. I, think I remember
0: writing the news story of her leaving. So it was when I was still... I don't know if I want to say if I was an intern when that happened. I think or it may have I been. Over, yeah. I think it may
1: have been an intern at that point.
0: Yeah, you know what it was. It was. Yeah. I remember that now.
1: Yeah, totally. But anyway, I'm certain that that's mm. going to be something special. I'm excited. And I'm
0: uh, really sad that the, uh, the Boba Fett spinoff never... Really took
1: movie? Yeah, the I'm,
0: no the the game. It was uh, Star Wars. I want to say twenty. Oh God, oh, it was mm. a number. Yeah. Thirteen, thirteen. And that that 13, wasn't a Boba Fett, Fett spinoff. It was, it
2: was no. It was supposed to be a Bounty Hunter spin spinoff. Oh, that which another
0: great Star Wars game, Both Bounty Fett. Hunter, mm. where he plays Django Fett. I don't oh mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know that I ever put one that was on really. That. Uh, I mean. 11 year old me thought that was the greatest game yeah, no doubt. I don't yeah. know what it's like now yeah, yeah,
1: oh and Lego Star Wars oh yeah that was, yeah, good yeah. About that. That was like the pioneering hmm. Lego uh, licensed game yeah oh so many good it, ones
0: I thought it came out that Star Wars 1313 13 was supposed to be no it was supposed
2: set. to be no it was supposed to be a dark and gritty like M rated Star Wars game that takes place in the like the the, like the ghettos of That
1: Oh, interesting. But I guess that never happened. Yeah, no. it was to
0: follow the bounty hunter Boba Fett navigating was it? level really? 1313, subterranean metropolis. Cool. Yeah. yeah.
1: When was that supposed to have come out?
2: Like, I I still have a press package from E3 like four years ago, oh, five okay. years ago. You it know, it know what it
1: was then? It was supposed to be M-rated, I'll bet, Disney bought Star Wars and bought. were like, you were not allowed to do anything <laughs> <This isn't> M-rated <laughs> with Star Wars anymore. Nice try.
0: It's sad though, because that would uh, even like it looked like Uncharted, but with
1: Star Wars. amazing. Yeah. Well, that's what we're gonna get.
0: With they, whatever they this
1: thing, yeah. secret project yeah. is, and
2: they showed it on like massive. P- this was just before the PS4 launched. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we don't know what this is gonna run on, but look at this massive PC we yeah. have yeah, running totally. it.
1: But we're not saying if it's a PS4 or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious what this new one will be because they've said that whatever the reason yeah. why they can't say what it is is that it's tied into the new trilogy. Yeah, oh, okay. Which like at the moment I don't even know what that would be unless you actually are the characters you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like there's not really room for expansion so it might be something that hasn't been i I did find it interesting though at uh, the star wars event Mm -hmm.
2: they were um eddie three we're talking about no the star wars event like the star wars uh celebration oh the service okay sorry yeah uh did you see that some of the um names they were giving people like on the broadcast were actually spoiling things for the movie oh really
1: oh that's so funny (laughs) they're
2: like this, 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 and the son of this, I'm like oh, oh, they were doing that. <laughs> oh, was so
1: funny. That's awesome. People are like, I don't think you're
0: supposed to put that <laughs> on the screen. <laughs>
1: That's so funny.
0: Maybe it will. Uh, maybe that new game will follow like a how um, Ben Solo went to the dark side.
1: Yeah, or maybe it'll be a yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it could be about like the like all those little Jedi kids yeah. that he messed up and so forth. Yeah, yeah. that, that could, could be interesting. Be interesting. Yeah.
0: Oh, you know what's another really good Star Wars game we're what's gonna get here for? Yeah, that's Republic Commando. I have no yeah, idea. Really? Yeah, really. It was like a squad, like a team-based shooter. Well, you oh, were okay. like the stormtroopers, right? You're uh the clones. Yeah, yeah. Right. So good. Yeah. Oh man, I'm gonna just go home and I I don't have Republic Commando anymore. That's probably not. That was
2: like PS2.
0: PS2 Xbox. Yeah. 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 That was a good era of uh, Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. That
2: eh, sure.
0: There have been no
1: real bad eras of Star Wars games. That's really. true. Like yeah, there have yeah, been yeah. bad Star Wars games. Yeah, there's definitely been bad. But there's never yeah. been like a period where they've been all crap. Exactly. Yeah, that's
0: true. Yeah. Um. We'll jump into some game news now. Yeah. Uh. So. NPD or just like a NPD, N- yeah. Industry tracker. Yeah, uh, they, they, they they follow
2: sales and things like that. Yeah,
0: they've they had they found some uh, trends and statistics from the video game world that are kind of kind of fun. Um. The uh, so NPD is constantly, uh, constantly looking at the current trend of mobile gaming. Uh, they as you expect do expect that the industry measure, measures its growth will decline. Backing up this notion, they mention how tablet gaming declined by 11% from 2015 to 2016, uh, 70% to 59%. For curiosity purposes, they also released a poll trying to discover. Okay, so they have a poll for that as well. I'm actually quoting, um, a writer, Tyler Jones, who uh, did the story. What else was that? Uh, oh, um, they unveiled their official webpage. They mentioned that games as a service model uh, is something that several companies are implementing as a sales strategy. Um, and uh, it seems to be working. And NPD and revealed that amongst the 10 best-selling games of 2016, nine of them incorporated the games as a service model. So, cool. I mean, you know, like Overwatch... Like mm. Warcraft, things like that where you're constantly paying to keep in right 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 Ooh. someone's calling Mm-mm. um, and yeah, so I mean it's it's pretty interesting, um I don't think it's anything like groundbreaking, yeah, but um you know some things eighty percent of people said that they started to play games because it was an easy way to pass time while sixty five percent said their motivation is due to it being an inexpensive and free way of entertainment reasonable uh, i yeah, and um they also confirmed that the industry industry grew 5% um with the 51st week being the catalyst. Mhm. Uh, don't know what happened in the 51st week of 2016. Well, I guess that would have been like near the end of the year. Christmas. Yeah, Christmas, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, during that week 10% um 10% of the culminative total sales for 2016 were garnered. Wow. That's a lot of Yeah. It's a lot of gift cards being redeemed. Yeah, yeah. Another. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's there's a lot of finances this this week. I'm sorry. Exciting. Um, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Persona 5 passed the one million mark. Yeah, I hear
1: Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is killing it. Yeah, which doesn't surprise me because it's
0: incredible. It's a great game. Yeah. And when you think about how fast it sold a million. Yeah, yeah. It is as of this recording, May the fourth. Yeah, yeah. Um, it released April twenty eighth. Yeah. That's like a week and a bit. Yeah, yeah. And it already moved a million units. Persona yeah. 5 was a little more, yeah. but that's expected because it's a JRPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but holy... Uh, so here's a list of games that it joins mm. for the one million sellers of Q1 2017. Yeah. Resident Evil 7, yeah. For Honor, yeah. Neo Ghost Recon, Legends of the Breath of the Wild, mm. Horizon Zero Dawn, Nier Automata, Mass Effect. I'm assuming that's Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what... PUBG G is yeah I'm not uh, I, I I don't know and then Monster Hunter Double Cross so
1: oh uh, Nintendo has three
0: uh yeah so because Monster, Monster Hunter would be there Monster, right? Monster Hunter is um Capcom but it's on the it's a 3DS game, yeah I believe so yeah that's um nintendo's doing pretty sitting pretty high yeah
1: the switch thing's working out
0: for him yeah <laughs> yeah definitely
1: you played mario kart 8 by now
0: i haven't actually okay, yeah. you gotta it in do my bag. that i borrowed it okay and i just haven't had a chance to play it you're i really gonna, want you're to. you're gonna love it yeah 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 it's, it's so much fun it looks nice and it's um i mean it's mario kart 8 it was yeah. a good game it was but um,
1: this definitely like it's just the like mario kart 8 i loved when it first came out yeah. but just with everything that with all the dlc added on this plus the new things they've added like it's it's outrageously steady. Yeah. It's like as mm. packed with content as a Smash Brothers game. Okay, you know what I mean. Um, so yeah, it's it's enough that I definitely like think about buying a Switch every time I walk by. Yeah, it. really? Yeah, definitely. That's great. <laughs> it's,
0: it's it's a good console. I, I, yeah, I mean, and you can take it with you anywhere. Oh, so. I am gonna. Oh, I'm aware. <laughs> Thank you.
1: But uh, yeah, I, no, I am I am gonna crack eventually. I'm just I think I'm gonna wait for maybe like a price drop or something like that. that yeah, too, I that really... can't be too far off.
2: I,
0: I, or the stores actually have them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I've been... I, I, we That'd had be a plus, this, you know. We had this conversation in the office, and I think um, Nintendo's going to see Switch sales take off when... Now, this isn't confirmed. Mm. This is just me speculating. Mm. When they finally accept that the Switch is going to... Well, I think they have already accepted it. Mm. This is me speculating again. Mm. Um when the Switch finally overtakes the 3DS as a portable system as well. Mm-hmm. And they'll release a version that you don't need the docking station. It'll knock off like 40, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. And you can buy just the Switch. Yeah, I'm
1: really not interested without the docking really? station. That's a pretty yeah. big selling yeah. point for me. Oh, it's yeah. great! Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You will be
0: able to buy the docking station. Like, I agree well, with you that I think it, that's going to be. I'm sure really they will out. do
1: that for sure. Like the 2DS yeah. sort of thing, but um, yeah, well, just because they look so pretty on the yeah. TV, like this, the screen's wonderful. The resolution's great and everything, but the difference between playing mm. Mario Kart, just oh, even Mario sure. Kart 8, yeah. which is a previous generation yeah. title, on the TV versus the screen is.
0: I also I, mean, I love how incredible. like non-offensive the docking station is yeah. Yeah. like like i have it on my mantle there's like my xbox one on one side which yeah. is gi- not my xbox one the office is xbox one yeah. which is a gigantic beast of a system <laughs> on the other side is the playstation 4 which looks like another gigantic beast yeah. and in the middle is just like this little black box that yeah. you you wouldn't even think it's anything very of it's it
1: small and simple and elegant and yeah i think they've done a really good i'm excited yeah. to see what they announce at e3 i'm
0: sure they've got a bunch of great stuff planned i'm sure yeah. they do yeah. so i have two more stories so one Cut. more numbers, and then one that I think we can have a bit of a conversation with. Cool. So cool, I'm going to try my best to make this as fun as possible. Activision Blizzard released their financial results. Um, so I'll throw some numbers, and then I'll try to like put this into context. So net revenues for Activision Blizzard were a record of $1.73 uh, billion, 19% increase from 2016, where the company recorded $1.48 billion. That's, those are good numbers, um, yes. Their digital channel, Their digital net revenues... Or their net, rev- net revenues from digital channels grew 50% year over year, recording $1.39 billion. Um, their GAAP, which is generally accepted accounting principles, margin was 29%, and GAAP earnings per diluted share were an all time quarterly high of 0. 0.56 cents. Um, that's good. That's actually. an increase of 17% over 2016. I mean, every stock you
2: own, you can get that much back. Yeah. That's good. That's actually good.
0: Um, 2016, where they were at um, $0.48. Cents. Um, operating cla- cash flows for Q1 was at uh, $411 million. Those are big numbers. Um, yep. And, which is up 22% year over year. Activision Blizzard was... Or Activision uh, Blizzard's audience... Reach was at an all-time high with 431 million monthly active users in Q1, okay. um, with Blizzard taking most of that with um, Overwatch, which is the uh, still their company's fastest-growing franchise with 30 million players reached in less than a year post-launch. It seems like a lot of players That's playing Overwatch. A stupid amount of people. Phil, playing, you playing
2: Overwatch? <laughs>
0: no, no. Statistically speaking, <laughs> you're in the minority. <laughs> um, Fair enough. Yeah, um, I'll accept it. So, yeah, up to 58% year-over-year for uh, active users. Um, in-game revenue uh, grew by 25% year-over-year, driven mostly by Overwatch's customization items and in-game World of Warcraft content because people still play that game, uh, believe it or not. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Activision saw those numbers go down. They blamed it on Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, but they also said that they believe Call of Duty World, uh, World War II Uh, will do better because it was the first it was the fastest reveal trailer in the call of duty franchise to reach 10 million views and they also think destiny 2 would do pretty well pretty good as well i hope so they also own king which is like a gambling
2: no king does um oh um what's that king does oh they do apps they do apps and they do that um uh candy crush saga yeah
0: so they mentioned they wanted to get into gambling that's where i got mixed up yeah not gambling um Online. Something okay, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. Detailed. Um Yeah. Uh, so that actually saw their active users go down in Q1, but interestingly enough, their engagement and investment uh, was up, and two of the top ten highest-grossing games in the U.S. mobile app stores uh, for the um, were were from them in the 14th quarter. No. Oh, so essentially, Overwatch is really popular. So popular that it can give a company. Um, a better result than they thought for a quarter of finances that's what i took away from it that's
2: fair man yeah, uh, to be um, fair overwatch is a juggernaut right now and it's uh, huge
0: and i i'm really interested to see how they can keep people interested um but
2: well look at chelsea
0: that's true um i don't think they have to do much i think overwatch's main i feel user base is on pc uh, uh, there's a lot of yeah. console users um, and PC users, when they find their game, they they tend to stick with it. And you yeah. can see that with you know uh, smaller smaller titles, CS:GO, like CS:GO. Yeah, that's why I laughed when I said it. Or or Starcraft and things like that. People yep. still play it. Um, yeah. That's. I mean. Good to them. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. That's that's it's nice to see uh, a relatively new franchise do so well.
2: Yeah, I agree.
0: So, continuing our E3 March and where we stand on it being open to the public. I actually kind of like this because I think this will kind of be a, a move to keep the public and, you know, the people that are working kind of separate. Yep. So for two days, the ESA announced, um, an industry panel called, um, the E3 Coliseum. Okay. That will take place in the Novo at LA live, which will be in the same area. Um, like across, the, across the way from the LA convention center. But I, I like this. I think that's a good move, on um, on their part. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they've been receiving some backlash from the uh, the industry at large, mm-hmm. and I think this is a good way to to kind of separate the two and you're still going to get some pretty cool content people can uh, ask questions via facebook they can watch your streams via facebook live if they're not there um and it features you know people from the film industry from the music industry um you know warner brothers home interactive will be there square enix will be there um they're all hosting panels activision blizzard will be there there's more um so it, it's i i like this way to go e3
2: cool i think it's a good move <clears throat> Because honestly, if they were just just going to see the show floor, there would have been very little for them to do. Yeah. Also, it means they're not going to all be on the show floor, meaning they're not going to be in the way.
0: Yes. That's, that's very important.
2: <clears throat> but I don't really... It seems like they're putting a lot of money into making it so there's something for the public to do. When they could have just ran another event, which would have been fine for the public.
0: Just make... Just packs. Just yeah. be like, hey, guys, it's like E3, but you can play the games. And then people will go there. Yeah. I, that's I don't know mm.
2: or they could have an event a week before E3 the dev- devs are already there and then keep like a few days for the, for the press just to do the jobs yeah because I mean it's not going to be fun for them it's not going to be fun for the press there's no, no advantage in doing it this way I guess the devs want to go home eventually that's probably a thing yeah <laughs> that's fair <laughs> that's probably it but yeah um, it, 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 sure I mean I think it's a good idea I think it's a great idea to kind of move have something for the public to do beyond just hey, look at this giant booth. There's a TV screen playing a trailer. Let's watch this trailer a few times. Because that's kind of what E3 is. If you don't have appointments, you just get to watch trailers on big screens.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is not charms,
2: but, you know. Yeah, can only do so much. (laughs) Um, So, any film news
1: today, Phil? I do. I got a bunch of it. So, let's dive in. Yeah, let's do this. First off, it was announced this week that Jeff Goldblum will be in the Jurassic World sequel. Sure. Which, I mean, like, I don't know how excited I am about the Jurassic World sequel. I I, like at the time when I saw Jurassic World, I was like, "Huh, that was better. That wasn't horrible like I thought it would be." Yeah. And then I've never had a desire to ever watch it again. No. But it made like way more money than the than than it should be possible. Yes. And uh, they're cranking. They're bringing this one out, and I do like the filmmaker who's doing it. It's the guy that did um, The Orphanage, the Spanish horror film, and uh, he.
0: Oh, I, I okay. just have to correct something, sorry. Okay,
1: yeah, no problem. No problem. Um, I do like the director that's doing this I, because he has a background in horror, and I think I right. actually might do some creepy stuff with it. But, um, yeah, I, I enjoy the Jeff Goldblum Glob- be back facing dinosaurs again. That yeah, I be But I do feel at this point, like, you know, this is the third time this chaotician has been, like, accidentally intertwined with dinosaurs, and as far as I'm concerned, it's on him at this point. he, It's not a mistake anymore. This is uh, he's he's he got to take some responsibility for this by now. Yeah, this is ridiculous. But um, anyway, that's that. Um, Next up. um, Oh, this is exciting. Uh, They're going to make a sequel to Bad Moms. Uh, Uh, Okay, was that a thing? Yeah, the movie Bad Moms with uh, Mila Kunis. Okay. Was she a bad that mom? Game
0: came out. I forgot. No, movie. movie came out. Yeah. I yeah. It. It was she a bad
1: mom? Yeah. It was about moms behaving badly. Did she behave badly? You better believe it. Oh but yeah. They learned some lessons and okay. became good moms too. <laughs> now, uh, so the the sequel um, will be called "A Bad Mom's Christmas." Oh, of course. And we will get to meet the bad moms. Moms.
2: Oh, so are they even are better they I, worse moms? Yeah.
1: So really. It's bad grandmas, <laughs> but they can't, you know, that's too crazy. They yeah. can't call a movie that's that. just that's too just, crazy. Yeah, no one would be able to contain themselves. No. So yeah, bad like moms. calling something dirty grandpa, like that's same, exactly. same sort yeah. of thing, yeah. Exactly. No one would do that. Totally. But yeah, no, bad mom's Christmas. That's a real thing. Okay. That's really being made. That should and not be made. Something that we can all look forward to. No one wants that. Mm-hmm. Well it's happening. All right, next up. are um, going forward on the remake of Firestarter. The old Stephen King uh, Stephen King novel got turned into a Drew, Ber- Drew Barrymore movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I remember that. Yeah, they're doing a remake of that. Sure. Um, which is not super surprising, given that uh, Stranger Things basically was mm. a remake of Firestarter. Yeah, basically. Plus a dozen other 80s movies. Yep. And um, so that's happening. And it's going to be written and directed by Akiva Goldsmith who um, wrote the Dark Tower movie. So it's the second Stephen King thing for him. But he also wrote uh, Batman and Robin mm-hmm. um, and a lot of other horrible things. Oh. So I have zero hope for this. But I, I yeah. <laughs> um, Should we talk about the Dark Tower trailer? Uh, we can if you want. I don't really. I've never read the Dark Tower. So I've like, read
2: it. but I don't. I've read. So I've read the first book in the series. Mm-hmm. And there's like seven. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a crazy man. Yeah. Um, and I've read the comic. Okay. The comic takes place of the like the Idris Alba character as a kid. Okay. Or like so, not a kid, like so a it's young. It's not dad. an
1: adaptation, it's a separate entity. Yeah, it, is, it okay. has a
2: separate like storyline. Yeah. Um but I don't remember the going to the real world and I don't remember like it, it it's kinda weird. It's yeah. like a reverse fantasia thing going on. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's okay. It looked fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah uh, they, people uh, seem really optimistic about it though.
1: It was an isolated trailer, it looked okay, yeah. but I yeah, I never I have no attachment to that franchise, so I don't no. feel um any particular excitement. Cody, you want to weigh in? Are I were you apathetic as well? We're talking about the Dark Tower trailer. Did you watch it? You I have care? no idea what Dark Tower is. Yeah, no, so that, fair that's enough. Fair. <laughs> okay, we're moving on.
0: So that's three rounds of apathy all around. Yeah. <laughs> um I just need to make a quick cor- correction in the Activision okay. thing I was saying. Um the I just got a got an email. Um <laughs> so um the company's twenty sixteen records, I I I said they were one point. Four eight billion. Yeah, actually, one uh, one point four five five billion from twenty sixteen. Okay, that was that. It was a small mistake. That's what I was doing. I was fixing. Okay, yeah, no problem. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I just want to make that correction. Okay. Uh. Cool. Okay. That's a bit of a typo. Next up, there's yeah. a
1: movie being made called uh, Superman versus the KKK. Now, before you get too excited, oh, okay, it's not really that. Which oh. is a re- which is a shame. Which is a shame. Is a documentary
2: about how Superman like dealt with the KKK at some point. No,
1: it's apparently about I guess um, on the Superman radio show, which was extremely popular before yep. um, you know there was TV. Yeah, um, they uh, I guess because you know, there was only so many times you could play a whooshing flying yep. sound effect. Um, they had Superman doing like social justice battles, of course. Yeah, and As you do. Uh, one of the things they did was uh, apparently it's been, so it's based on this true story about a guy who, um, Superman in, fighting in, the
0: KKK. No, it's a guy
1: that embedded <laughs> himself in the KKK and um, got all sorts of like secret information about them, and then he was um, because like in, at the time, was, we're we're talking like the like early twentieth century, yeah. um, the KKK was still a major force and yeah. no one knew. Well, they did. Well, no one knew who they were, so like there was concern. Like, do you go to the authorities because there could be KKK members there to just repress it and or yeah. and/or kill you? Yeah. So his solution was to contact the producers of the Superman radio show, <laughs> what? and they made a radio program where Superman fought the KKK, and they gave out all sorts of sensitive information about how the KKK was running operated in the, in the for- and in it the... substantially uh, dropped membership and because prevented they didn't want people to from judging the KKK because they gave out all this stuff. So they're making a movie about that story. That's kind of cool. Foreign sounds like that's, a, that's really. Wow. Cool. Really cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Superman,
0: the original social justice warrior. Apparently, yeah. No, yeah. New, yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah,
1: just, it sounds like a really fun idea, so I'm on board with that. Um, even though I would also love a movie where Superman just fought the KKK yeah, for an hour and a really half. Cool. I feel too. like
0: it would be an extremely one sided battle, but yeah, it would <laughs> it be would, really cool. Well, yeah. there's <laughs> a lot of members. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I mean, he's Superman. Definitely. I mean, if it was Batman versus KKK, then it would be like, okay, well, maybe they can overwhelm Yeah, yeah. But.
1: Oh, for okay. sure. No, the KKK wouldn't have a chance. That goes without saying. Yeah. But, like, we always complain about Superman not having, like, particularly in- interesting villains after the entire, you know, Lex en- entire and, racist organization. It's, apparently, it's canon that he fought the KKK, <laughs> so I don't understand why we're not doing this. Um, anyway, so there's that. Um, and, uh, yeah, next up. This isn't official yet, but it's been confirmed enough on enough major uh, news sources room that i feel like the official mm. announcement will be coming soon enough which is that it sounds like david fincher is going to direct the sequel to world war z i thought that was canceled no they're removing it back I, so what happened was so it, it my got, question
0: is do hmm? we need a sequel to world war z oh absolutely not okay no so that right, off, ended.
1: right off the bat uh, yeah. no and it wasn't um, good and it wasn't particularly yeah. good No. um however i guess fine. this uh, it made an absolute fortune though. Did it? That's oh fair. yeah. It was like
2: a giant cartoon. It, had it did. Brad Pitt in it
1: it made it had Brad Pitt and it had zombies at a cartoon time zombies. when they were still super popular. Uh-huh. Um and it made a fortune worldwide. So, um I guess the reason why it got shut down before was because it was right in the middle of when Brad Pitt was going through a divorce. Yeah. So that's he fair. personally shut it down himself. Um, he's yeah. doing things. He was going through a aren't... divorce.
0: Yeah. yeah, he's divorced with Angelina. I also, didn't... like, why
1: am I the <laughs> last person <laughs> to know? Yeah. The press around
0: Brad Pitt post divorce is still really bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. think he'll be in this. Oh,
1: totally. But no, no, no. It's his. <laughs> oh, like he produced oh, he it and everything. It's his company. It's his production company. Was yeah. yeah. doing. He it. He shouldn't be
0: in it then. Yeah
1: but um he's so i guess uh he is determined to get a world war z sequel out there and him and david fincher are very good personal friends and uh he's brought david fincher on now um am i interested in a sequel to world war z no, no. am i interested in seeing a uh, what david fincher would do with a 200 million dollar zombie movie yes yeah quite a bit yeah. so um would it be pg-13 um, I'd imagine they could do it R now given Ooh. that R rated blockbusters make a fortune, right? That's true. Yeah. Oh, so oh. that would no longer be an issue anymore. Mm-hmm. And it would be like a selling point. Yeah. So um I'm down. Yeah, and I also I mean I don't
2: really care about the storyline, but
1: whatever. Oh me neither, yeah. but they killed everyone, so yeah. there's no continuity. It's just Brad Pitt versus zombies again. <laughs> so um yeah, this it go, it goes from being something like from a project where I'm like, Really? Really, to a like, I have to admit I'm really excited to see yeah. what uh, – because, yeah, that guy – I mean, he uses special effects like few people do. Yeah, that's and true. And if he's going to be doing massive zombie scenes, I don't know. It just seems exciting to me. And I mean, he's also never done a pure horror movie, really, unless you count Alien 3.
0: Well, I mean – Do you
1: want to? Seven's horror, is it?
0: Um, it's more of a it's, thriller.
1: Yeah, it's and it's got a police procedure. I mean, like, there's horror elements to it, certainly. Yeah. But it's not. It's not,
0: horror like *Silence of the Lambs* would be. Yeah, it's totally. Really.
1: I've considered *Silence of the Lambs* horror as well. Really? Yeah, that's
0: more of a thriller. Well, well I find the Lecter like,
2: is considered a horror. Like he is, a
1: horror he's movie. definitely a classic movie monster. Yeah. But um, both those movies are kind of like cross genre. Yeah, fair. Because like, like you, they're not really cop movies. They're not really thriller. They're not really yeah. horror. They kind of like combine okay. all the two. Um, so I'll accept that. Yeah. So I don't. Know, and he's never really done a big action movie either. No, that's fair. And he'd be good at both those things. Yeah. So let's do them both at once. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, I expect that'll be an official thing soon. And, oh yeah, and then just two more quick things. Uh, number one, Emma uh, Chamalan has confirmed that he's doing the Unbreakable yeah. sequel. Well, I guess completing the Unbreakable trilogy now. Mm-hmm. Sure, glass, and, and um, so presumably that means that Sam Jackson will be the main character. Maybe um, but I, I never understood him as a villain because he's just really fragile. <laughs> oh, totally. But I guess the concept is that um, he's been in prison okay. all this time and um, possibly breaking every bone in his body. Totally. Yeah. And isn't
0: he like super intelligent?
1: He's super. He is, inte- he is super intelligent. He just yeah. can't fight a lick. Yeah. So he can't fall like yeah, a foot. Totally. But now he has um the superpower yeah. split personality guy oh, yeah and possibly other people that he's found uh, over the years so he has a little sinister stick who can fight for him kind of thing And he just sits there and yeah barely moves yeah, and does he all physically the, does all the thinking yeah um, Everyone needs a brain yeah totally um but i I just yeah I, I was really pleasantly surprised by split I've always loved yeah. unbreakable and um I just, I never thought I'd see the day that yeah, there would not just be an Unbreakable sequel, but it's now a trilogy. Yeah, I'm down with it. That's this. insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my I guess Universal's going to do it. So, yeah, I guess they must have cut a deal with... Because it's technically a Disney property. that was Manavista. Oh, weird. Um, You're unbreakable. right. Unbreakable. Yeah. But um, they... I guess because they considered it a dead franchise, they let them do it with Split. And Split made so much money that they're just letting them go ahead. and Like, well, do your thing. Anywho, it's happening. I'm not going to wait. Yep. And so
0: we'll wait and see when Bruce Willis has a crossover with the Avengers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. only so a
1: matter yeah. of time. <laughs> um, and finally, uh, this is not ba- barely a movie news thing, but uh, they're releasing a board game of the thing. All uh, right. And I saw I saw images yeah. of that. It looked really neat. Oh, it looks yeah. great. Because um, at first I was like, board game is a thing. And then I saw the layout and I was like, of course it's a like clue. Yeah. But it's who's the monster. That's kind of neat. This is fantastic. <laughs> I'm down with that. So, uh, yeah, that looks great. Thing, did, you, did
2: you hear the uh, news that um, the Blomkamp uh, alien film is basically done now? Totally, but oh, I kind of assumed so I kind of
1: assumed that because
2: after. Because apparently it came from Ridley Scott. i like, oh. All new alien movies that are mine.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm like,
2: oh, okay.
1: That's what he said. But I mean like, you know, Alien Covenant tanks and yeah, all of a sudden it, a we'll a be talking about Neil Blomkamp. Exactly. Fast, so. I'm,
2: I'm pretty sure if uh, this movie does not do what they're looking for numbers-wise, mm-hmm. that uh, Blomkamp alien movie will I really
1: be back on really quick. Absolutely. He's yeah. one of my
0: favorite directors. Oh, he's super fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's definitely. Like these movies are always intelligent. Oh, totally. Yeah.
1: And, and I could, because like, and and there hasn't really been a like action focused alien movie in a little while, unless you count the Alien versus Predator movies. And yeah, he'd be the right guy to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, Ridley like,
2: Scott is way too into that series.
1: Yeah, I know it's bizarre, right? I mean, I I like the series. He
2: apparently loves the series. I know,
1: and if, especially for someone who like. Went out of his way to distance himself from the series for like a solid forty years. Now it's really like, bizarre that he's he, like, "Yeah, I'll just keep doing these till I die." It's like, really? You've not died alone for your entire, <laughs> literally, your entire career until now. Um, but money makes people do amazing things. I, I, d- I don't so. even know
2: if it's the money. It seems like it's he's
1: gotta
2: in. Be. N- no, it seems like he's really invested yeah, in this series.
1: because really Scott doesn't need money at this no. point, surely. because credit point so. from all the movies he's made and all the money he's made through those, like he owns like the biggest ad agency. Yeah. One of the biggest ad yeah. agencies in the world, but yeah. I have no idea. Then so he doesn't need he doesn't need the money. Yeah. This is because he likes it. He just loves making alien sequels. It's weird.
0: Is maybe he just maybe weird. he just had
2: like he did uh, Prometheus, maybe. right?
0: Yep. Maybe he's just like George Lucas, and he just wants to slowly kill his own creation. Could be. Very well, could be.
1: <laughs> All right, and on that note, we're done with movie news. <laughs> Hooray! Yay! May the Fourth.
0: So well, <laughs> Hey, dude. Someone else is pretty <laughs> happy about <laughs> that too. Um. So, we'll take a quick break, thank our sponsors over at Comic Bento, and we'll be back. Shaq, do you have a need for comics and graphic novels? I do have a fixin'. I'm well, fixin'. what you need to do is go to comicbento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps, and you can get $5 off a Comic Bento subscription. It goes right to your door! Yes! Five, bu- dude, five bucks. Five bucks. Five hey, bucks. guys, can I get in on this action? Oh, yes, yeah. you can! Whoa. You know what you have to do? Go to ComicBento.com and use the promo code CGMAG in all caps and get $5 off your Comic Bento subscription. Five whole dollars. Five whole dollars. Whoa! Comic Bento. Get it now. And we're back. Thank you, Comic Bento. I enjoy your boxes. Mm. Currently, I am reading Old Man Logan. That came in last month's Comic Bento box. Mm -hmm. It's a good good book. Yeah, it's good. Love it. Anyway.
1: Like the original, Mark Millar, or the new?
0: I think it's the newer one. Okay, cool. Yeah, I haven't read the newer one. I just the original one. I adore. It was um, it was uh really, th- uh, God, Lavina. The yeah, she does her unboxing videos and things yeah, like yeah. that. She was like, like she was going to beat me up for it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she, uh, she was like talking to me about um, the the like Hulk family in it. Oh yeah. God, so I mean, do you know about any of that? I don't know. Oh, it's like I this weird one's. like inbred like. Oh backwards. Okay, no, yeah and it's yeah. all like bruce banner and like, she's his hulk. kids and she hulk yeah and like they're like these gross like oh yeah thing. no i do yeah. remember that now yeah 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 that like uh, got like really yeah, gross yeah where yeah, yeah, apparently
2: gross. he believes that hulks have to rule the earth so mm-hmm. he like has sex with his cousin forcibly <laughs> it's so
1: gross yeah very upsetting mark mulliner was a bizarre man um <laughs> he's, yeah he's gross Gr- gross imagination for yes. sure. um but hey speaking of fun marvel stories yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: um <laughs> Also tying into us talking about how uh, some people cannot get past the sequel being better than the original Yeah, Yeah, well done, well done. Continuity. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, (laughs) uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 um, is the movie this week, obviously. And, yeah, I really, really loved it, I have to say. So, intriguing. Um, (laughs) What I I love about it is it... it, um, it does two things um, mm-hmm. in terms of like people's, how, what, how people criticize Marvel movies at this okay. point, um, which is that we talk about how it's all, they've gotten so formulaic yeah. and how um, they do not allow filmmakers to have control. To I be feel fair, like I think those are valid criticisms. Those are totally valid yeah. criticisms. Yeah, very yeah. much so. Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I totally, but I feel like this one it actually makes a claim for those two things not always being true. Um, yeah, really? It feels mm-hmm. very much like, um james gunn's personal vision okay um in as much as it is most certainly in continuations of the guardian story and and you know tons of fun and everything about the originals there but it it in its own way is a very feels like a very personal movie and is definitely um not uh you know it doesn't is not tied to continuity other than its own Mm. and it's not uh, yeah, it doesn't feel too weighed down by formula, uh, in a really fun, exciting way. So, yeah, the Guardians um, are now you know cruising around being space pirates for hire, yeah, yeah. and when uh, they rip off some aliens, oh, I'll rip them off! And then uh, in the middle of like a big space battle, uh, they get. A a, a duis ex ex machina um, solution in which this uh, magical being appears who's Kurt Russell, um, who is a magical being, as always, Um, and he reveals himself to be uh, Chris Pratt's father, Sarkozy's father, and he's also a planet. And a planet and a god. Uh, okay. Um, and so Chris
2: Pratt's dad is a god. Yeah. And so a Chris god planet.
1: Yeah. And so Chris Pratt's right, part god, kind of. And, and a planet. Uh, yeah, a part totally. planet. And then so him and half the Guardians go to visit, planet god. Yeah. Go visit <laughs> visit the planet. That's Kurt Russell. Um, and they chill there for a bit, and uh, and then on the other side of things, uh, Rocket has to fix their crashed ship, and he gets involved uh, with the Ravengers uh, led by Michael Rucker. And so a planet god boned uh a human lady yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's simple yeah okay yeah makes perfect sense yeah cool. so no, I just, just wanted to get that oh totally so yeah no what i love is as the guardian uh, the last guardians movie did visually sort of really embrace the very uh trippy psychedelic uh 70s sci-fi uh side of marvel yeah, um, yeah. this one by virtue of the fact that the planet the Starlode's father is a planet. Obviously, it delves in that further. Um, <laughs> okay. uh, the visuals are amazing. You can really see that they like double the budget on this. The action scenes are fantastic. It's just as playful. There's some great stuff where, like, an alien race that they're fighting off have all these drone planes, and when they cut back, to all the people piloting the drones. Yeah. They have little pew-pew sound effects and video game screens that they're playing it on. Um, there's a lot of... It, it's filled with pop culture references. It has all the, like, 70s pop yeah. songs again. But all the songs are really melancholic, and the story is actually really quite melancholic, um, it, eventually in an interesting way. And it feels like a very, yeah... And as much as The Guardians are sort of a story about a gang of freaks forming mm. a family, um, this one um, has some, like, kind of complicated things to say about family and how, mm. you know... We, families tend to hurt each other and right. do horrible things to each other and that's just, part of the th- that's just part of how it goes and how you have to accept people for that mm. and it does some complicated emotional things I found it quite moving um, in ways that were really unexpected just because of the characters that are you know. involved in that um, and I don't really want to get into details beyond that but yeah um, I was just very impressed with that I was very impressed by uh, performances of particularly uh, Kurt Russell mm. and Michael Rooker um who um like James Gunn is very specifically playing with their personas and sort of you know assuming that you'll take the baggage of both of those guys are into their characters and mm sort of twisting that in interesting ways. And uh, and that's just a ton of fun. The action scenes are incredible. Everything was done um, for IMAX expansion, so I highly recommend seeing it in IMAX because it's super immersive. It's incredibly trippy. The Marvel references get very weird. They include the Watchers from the What If series. No, 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 really. Uh, Let me ask you. Yeah.
2: Is there more Howard the
1: Duck? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah. The one thing I was it's not a so time. weird. I could have gone that, with. Like... I could have done more for sure. Okay. I was hoping he'd become a character, but I'm sure you got to save something. Yeah. For Why is it 3.
0: always <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy and Howard the Duck? Yeah. Because he's a, he's a galactic hero. Yeah. Well, it was
1: also it was James Gunn's idea to bring him in. Like, it's like a joke. <laughs> okay. Also, I was just but he's kind of loosely did, did, connected to the franchise. In
0: the comics, now. did he ever have any? Like, no. Inter- no, so, no. They were they were
1: from just... the same era. Okay. Mm. Um. But no, it was more just a joke because Howard the Duck. Um, like the Howard the Duck comics were actually quite ahead of their time and very postmodern and satiric.
0: Yeah. Okay, um, and the but movie was
1: not. Every good. time we think of Howard the Duck now, we only think of that horrible. horrible it's a really bad movie, unbelievably bad eighties movie. Yeah. Duck boobs. So that, yeah, totally. Um, which was also like the first ever. The Theatrically released movie based on a Marvel character, so it has this weird ah. history. So just the fact that and George, Lu- George Lucas worked on it, yeah, totally, yeah, it was George Lucas's baby. Um, so it has so like just reclaiming him at all is just kind of like a sly in joke. Okay. Um, and yeah, the movie's filled with that, and um, yeah, I just felt like it did everything I loved about the original Guardians, mm-hmm. but told a more succinct story that had like, uh, clear like, message and, and thematic depth to it beyond being, like, getting the gang together, blowing up the bad guy, which I'm not against. I love no, that fine. stuff. Yeah. But it, it, it felt like it, like, James Gunn was working through some stuff. And the fact that he worked, was able to do that right. in a giant movie about, uh, with, like, a cute baby tree dancing to um, Mr. Blue Sky. Uh, is right very right. impressive. The and happiest
0: song ever written absolutely. in the history of mankind. And they
1: use it in such a great way. Like, basically, the opening credit sequence is, like, all one big long massive fake shot with guardians are about to fight this gigantic like tentacled lovecraftian space beast and uh right when they're about to go in the battle like the camera kind of like pans down to uh baby groot and he plays mr blue sky and just dances like nothing and then behind him you see this (laughs) giant battle going on and he's just like not even listening just doing his little dance and that's how they do the credits and just yeah little touches like that that i Mm. find I just like I I always like James Gunn. I never thought in a million years he would be in charge of yeah. giant movies like this, and I love that he's able to do his own thing with it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just you know I know like the the like it's 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 just May now. Yeah, we're just starting blockbuster season, but kind right. of hard to believe I'm going to see one as fun and colorful and creative and outrageous and silly and goofy. Yeah. Is this. And,
0: uh, and it's also just crazy to think that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's it. Um, I just also think it's crazy that Marvels managed to and look, I'm praising Marvel this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They managed to take a series that was I don't want to say unknown, but mm. relatively unknown. There mm. weren't. Yeah. The into the galaxy wasn't a hot property, mm. and much like they did with Iron Man, they turned it into something. Yeah. Huge.
1: Well, I think that was also like one of the reasons why this works so well is that like. Like yes, Guardians has their fan base, and yes, they are taking characters that were popular yeah. um, as B characters. Marvel, but like they weren't beholden to upholding an icon, right? And upholding like yeah. you know, th- like
0: this was a series that was allowed to very much go off and be its own thing, mm. and I think that's gone a long way. And I field. think that also speaks to how they can handle the movie itself. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's not tied to like I think you mentioned in your review, it's not yeah. tied to any of the. To an extent, it is, but yeah. the continuity that's going on and earth with. yeah
1: no it, it really isn't this time like last time we had the little throwaway thing with Thanos, and yeah. like we know the guardians of the galaxy are going to be in the avengers affinity war yeah but there's zero reference to it that's awesome it really allowed to be its own thing and it's a lot of fun and um uh yeah there's a great zune joke in it which oh. i know you're going to appreciate I'm, like I'm thoroughly <laughs> very thoroughly how
2: do they manage a zune joke i'm
1: not going to say that oh but i will say like like it's a big moment. It's not like there's like at one point they're walking by, and there's a Zune in the corner. Like the Zune actually plays a major role in the film, <laughs> that's and amazing. will and will continue to play Pratt. a role in future oh Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy films. Yeah.
0: Does Chris Pratt replace his tape deck with say anything? I think like I that. It. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but um,
1: but yeah, that was that was fantastic, and um. Yeah, I just yeah, I think it's a great flick, super
0: fun. When's that come out? Uh, today. Today. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. I yeah. want to see it so bad. You Guardians should. is one of the few Marvel properties that ha- I haven't been like jaded towards. Mm-hmm. So, and
1: I really like it. I, yeah, I am surprised when I, a lot of the reviews I read claimed that it was just felt like more of the same in sequelitis and that sort of thing. But I really didn't feel that way. Oh. I thought and um, they did a good job expanding it. Praise the hell out of Age of Ultron. So, I mean. well, yeah, and it was also and also <laughs> it was like you know, it pro- like, pro- probably like probably mainly people that, like, saw Guardians of the Galaxy when it came out. Yeah. And they're doing this and then are reviewing it now. And then they're like, oh, yeah, there's the blue guy again. So it's the same. Yeah. <laughs> they're both blue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's, no, no, that's no. all you need. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I think they – yeah, it was just fun to see. Uh, like, it just it, – it's fun to see, like, a gigantic version of, a like, very tripped out yeah. 70s comedy. It feels like the kind of movie that, like, a kid, like, looking at, like, 70s album art. Yeah. Would fantasize about. That's yeah. awesome. And with that. with that soundtrack and with that kind of irreverence. Nice. And uh, yeah, get see, a big kick out of it. it. What did you see last week? I forgot. Last week was. I mean, that's embarrassing. I can't even think of what did I review last I week. I don't know. Yeah, Cody, what did you? Oh, Jesus, I got um, it. I got,
2: okay, got, one second. We're second. gonna pull this
0: up. So I we, we you weren't yeah. here
2: last week, so I wanted to know if you I wanted know, to know. I know. Just touch. None of us have played anything, so might as well discuss what you.
0: Saw last Did week last if
2: we
1: can we even figure it
0: out. No, I'll take just one second here. I my, I'm still loading my interwebs on go. my interwebs machine. got Yeah, that's embarrassing. I can't think it? of what
2: it impressive.
1: was. Impressive. That's impressive. Um, was Free Fire last week? I don't, no, you talked about Free Fire the no, week before. Oh, no. I it, didn't yeah. do one last week because I just did the Jonathan Demi thing. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, do we yes. want to talk There's about no Jonathan g- Demi really quickly, cause we cause,
2: really, none of us. We really... didn't talk about it much yeah, last yeah, week, so yeah, yeah. we
1: thought that you would do it. Yeah, no, I'm more us. than happy to. No, I, um, yeah, that was really sad. I adore Jonathan Demi. He has one of the most, like, eclectic and yeah. uh, varied filmographies. I, I, I still love
2: Cody's description of him talking to you. He's like, I think I destroyed Phil. Because this
0: happens all the freaking time where I'll be like, hey, Phil can you write a, an in memoriam for <laughs> yeah. insert actor here? And yeah. he's like, what? He died. Like, yeah. God. Oh, yeah, well, this no, one was I'm particularly
1: sorry. you worded it as, do you like Jonathan Demme? And I was like, he's literally one of my three favorite directors. And then you're like, Oh God. Yeah. That's and exactly. the funny thing was like, even as I wrote, I was like, Oh yeah, no, I love him. And then I was like, Oh fuck. He died. No way he didn't die. Um, and yeah, yeah, it was really, it was real sudden, especially because like, um, I didn't get to interview him or anything, but he was at uh, the Toronto film festival yeah. in the fall. He was like bright and spry and lively wow. and energetic and I guess was he yeah, old? Cancer man. Uh, he was like seventy two. Okay. So, yeah. like, he but ca-
2: a, also cancer. cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cancer.
1: But yeah, I um, I, yeah, I did a top ten list of his movies in addition to yeah. the memorial. I really like point people towards that if they don't really know his filmography that well. But I mean, The Silence of the Lambs was obviously yeah. his Classic, most iconic yeah. movie, which is a masterpiece. Um and uh, but I really loved uh this movie did in the mid eighties. Um something wild is my okay. favorite. I don't know if you guys have ever seen it. I've actually movie. never I've, seen it. I've um, heard of it.
2: Just never, it's never really, really
1: good. I think it's um I even own it. Yeah, it's really, really good. So uh Jeff Daniels Laser plays it probably, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh <laughs> Jeff Daniels plays uh like uh eighties yuppie mm. who um is having lunch in the first scene and he like does his little like thing he always does to get back the man where he just like will try to sneak out and not pay for lunch and get a cheap thrill out of it and he gets caught by melanie griffith who plays this weird like very eccentric um uh girl i don't really know how to describe what she's like um she's just yeah like a real oddball okay. and uh she like calls him on it and then um, through a series of strange circumstances End up essentially kidnapping him And driving out of New York City in the middle of the day As you do And then uh, Force him to call him sip, is sick to work And then sleeps with him And then takes him, her, him home to her, her mother And uh, without telling him That's where they're going And it continues on this weird journey And for a while it's very quirky Very strange comedy And yeah. then at a certain point Halfway through Someone else is introduced and it turns into a thriller and a oh, really weird. intense one. And it's just like one of the most like playful. It's, it's very influenced by French New Wave, which movie okay, yeah. I like. So it's it's very playful in that way where it's just sort of yeah. shifting genre, shifting tones, like going being, you know, driven more by music than by logic at yeah. times. And uh, it's just one of the most entertaining, playful and okay. like creative movies that I've seen, there's and uh, it's a blast. And he also did a wonderful one called Melvin and Howard. That was a uh, true story about a guy who um, was uh, picked up, Howard Hughes, yeah. as a hitchhiker on the side of the road one night. and Didn't know it was Howard Hughes, and made friends with him. And then after Howard Hughes died, this a will appeared that left him 150 million dollars. <laughs> And he never got the money, obviously, because um, no, one, no one ever had found an official will for Howard Hughes. The, the closest one to official one they found was this. And it's about that guy's story. So it's this strange little journey about this guy's just weird, sad, silly life. was on, like, a game show, all sorts of... It was a milkman for a while. All these strange little events, and then it culminating with the Howard Hughes thing. And just this kind of beautiful ode to, you know, the strange, weird journey of life just fractured through this strange Howard Hughes story. And... um, yeah, his movies were all very accessible, but very intelligent, very playful. He did the Manchurian Candidate remake. That's another oh, right. one that's yeah, really, really yeah. good with Denzel Washington. Um, he did the uh, the Talking Heads concert film, Stop Making Sense, which is mm-hmm. incredible. I actually just, uh, like, a, a few months ago saw it. They played it at Hot Docs, and even now, like, 30 years later... Um, whenever that movie plays people get up and dance in the theater in a way I i've never seen against. anyone do with yeah. uh have you ever seen the talking heads concert no, movie i haven't. oh you should i need to rush out and get watch that it's amazing um, he did such incredible, like, every song is shot differently, so it almost feels like each song's a music video, even though it's all live performance, really? and... Yeah, I was reading your uh,
0: your little description, it's mm-hmm. like, he doesn't even show the crowd. Yeah, no, wow. no,
1: like, a, a little bit towards the very end, but not until then, okay. and it really is, and, and also just the show, the way, like, David Byrne designed it and laid it out, it, like, starts with him walking out and playing the first song just with a boombox, and then one band member comes out, and then another, and then eventually there's this whole huge group that they had at mm. the time, and it's yeah that's an amazing movie as well and i mean really everything even his like 70s exploitation movies like caged heat mm-hmm. woman in prison movie that's super entertaining and i really recommend um married to the mob Another good married one. married to the mob yeah. that's a boss have you seen the Mob. yeah yeah that's a super fun movie i,
0: I went through a michelle pfeiffer face oh so i can I understand I, I, me too yeah. um
1: and uh yeah that's just a super fun very playful very quirky movie um and yeah he was just like one of the more yeah like humanist and talented and buried and and really underrated filmmakers even though he did everything a filmmaker could do he like won oscars made hits made scare movies did documentaries did concert movies did everything and and they're honestly all good and i really recommend people seek him out and um it's sad because he was someone who i always kind of just like assumed would make another masterpiece Mm -hmm. like i just every we were just waiting for him to do another one and now he won't so Death sucks. It does. But Jonathan Demme doesn't, so <laughs> go check out that guy in Honor's awesome. Legacy.
0: Definitely, yeah. Check out com for that review. Or review for that. Yeah, that review yes. of yeah. the, yeah. Of the man. man. The review of the man. <laughs> you did do an <laughs> in for him, so, I, I mean, did, there yes. is a review of his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what would you rank it? 10 rank out of 10? Oh, 10 out of 10, for sure. Yeah, great life. <laughs> um, so, yeah. The uh, and check it. Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of well. the Galaxy reviews up there. Um, we will be or we have uh, there's actually a Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale review that um, oh yeah I, I forgot Kenneth, that was coming Kenneth out Shepard yeah. uh, did the review for that right. I've got my copy over my desk over there I'm gonna go home and pop that in tonight um, and yeah don't forget to check out onlinecom you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Magazine, where we do these cool little videos that we post now mm-hmm. little news snippets um, and we're also on YouTube you can find those on there as well at mm-hmm. uh, CGMagOnline. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at CGMagOnline as well. I'm at Cody underscore Orm O R M E. I'm
2: I'm twenty six,
0: and I'm at that Phil Brown. And we will catch you next week.